It's the Pinky the Pig Show. Okay. It's me, it's Pinky the Pig, and it's time for our show. Thank you for listening. And I'm here with my fabulous, excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How is Pinky? I'm glorious. Oh, you're glorious. Are you too? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we know how to be glorious. Just wake up in the morning and be glorious. It's not that difficult. It's just a personal choice. Right. So, what would you like to talk about today, Pinky? Well, I was wondering, what's how do we get the Christmas tree? Why do we bring the tree inside? I mean, I like it, but I was just wondering why. Well, it goes back, the greenery uh, part of it goes back to the ancient Egyptians and the Romans. It goes back to that. Well, yeah, doesn't it all? It all goes back to that. Right, but what they would do, they would hang the greenery over their doors and their windows because the the parts of the trees and the plants that stayed green all year, they were considered really powerful and had a lot of positive energy. So that's why they would drape them over their windows and their doors for for health and happiness and to keep away evil and illness. Yeah, because the green is full of life. Right, and then much later in Northern Europe, the priests, they would decorate their temples with this greenery as a symbol of everlasting life. Yeah, nice. And then later in the 16th century, it, it was the Germans that are credited for bringing the Christmas tree indoors and decorate it indoors. Mm. And they also would put the candles on the tree itself because someone noticed outside how beautiful the trees looked with the twinkling stars, so they wanted to recreate that and bring that look indoors. Wow. But... Putting the candles on the tree, that's not too smart. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of tragedy because of that. I guess it's okay as long as you stay in the room the whole time. Yeah, but we, we don't recommend it. No, we don't do it. No. Well, pretty lights would plug them in, though. Right. So the evergreen plants and trees that stayed green all year, they had all the positive energy. So that's why they brought the tree inside. Yeah, I get it. And then, of course, the German settlers, they went to the New America, and they settled in Pennsylvania. And so they decided to bring their trees inside and decorate the trees outside, but it wasn't really accepted by the other settlers. What do you mean? Well, they they looked at it as heathen traditions and they didn't even like Christmas carols or anything that was 
celebrating Christmas like that, it, it was only in church. You could only celebrate it in church. That, and actually the general court of Massachusetts in 1659 made it illegal to celebrate in other presentations of how you want to celebrate. Yeah, brother. But over time, the German and the Irish immigrants, they were able to, you know, continue to do it. And then over in Europe in 1846, Queen Victoria, she decided that she's going to embrace the Christmas tree and bring it inside her home. And so she had photos taken and since she was very popular with all of her subjects, then it became, you know, a fashionable acceptance to have a, a Christmas tree, you know, a lighted, decorated Christmas tree in your home. So now it's okay in Europe. So now it's okay in America. Okay. And so by eight, by the 1890s, Germany started creating homemade ornaments, Christmas ornaments, and they ship them over to America. Yeah, we have some homemade ornaments. Right, and but the thing is, in Germany, their trees, they would pick the smaller trees, four-foot trees, and bring them in their homes. But in America, you know, it's floor-to-ceiling trees. Oh, yeah, well, are the tree we have, oh, it's from the floor to the ceiling, trust me. It's giant. Yeah. We don't have any decorations on it yet, but it's beautiful. Smells really good, too. Yeah. And we're doing the thing, you know, like they did in the old days. You know what I mean, Mildred. That thing, the garland, you make it out of the popcorn and cranberries. You thread it. Popcorn, cranberry, popcorn, cranberry, popcorn, cranberry. Makes it really pretty red and white. Garland, although Farmer Tommy keeps coming by and taking a handful of the popcorn and eating it. Right. My lady, Lynette just keeps making more. Nice. And Pinky, you're familiar with the very famous tree in New York City at Rockefeller Center. Oh, yeah, that's a big deal, Lady Lynette's been there many times. I She's told me it's just right there west of Fifth Avenue, right around 49th Street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's seen it lots of times. She said it's really big. Right, and actually, in 1948, they they put up a tree there, a Norway spruce. It came from Connecticut, 100 feet tall. That is a big tree. Yeah, even this year, the tree there is 79 feet tall. But it has 25,000 thousand Christmas lights on it. That's crazy. And the first tree ever to be stood up there at Rockefeller Center, that was in 1931. It was the construction workers who did it. Just a small tree. Nice. And then two years later, they did it again, but then, then they put lights on it. Yeah, those construction workers, you gotta love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tradition. Yeah, we have a tradition with the trees, and you know, you can recycle them. They're very recyclable. Okay. Because a lady Lynette would do when she was a little girl. She grew up, you know, on the Jersey Shore. Right. And after Christmas, they would drag the tree up 
to the ocean and put it up there in the sand dunes, and then it would, the sand would blow and fill it up and create a bigger dune. That's what they did. They recycled a tree that way. That's beautiful. And they say it's actually very green to have a tree because, first of all, you know the trees are grown in every state in America, even Alaska and Hawaii, they grow the trees. And here's the thing. The whole time the tree is growing, it's adding oxygen to the atmosphere. Yes. And these people make money growing the trees. Now, I'm good with that. Absolutely. And you can grow 2,000 trees on one acre. Yeah, and then you recycle it. And then, well, you know what we do with ours? We just stick it out in the back, stand it up, and prop it up back there, and the birds build a little winter home in there, and then in the spring we just grind it up, make some mulch, makes for some good mulch. Well, that's right, Pinky, that's quite useful. But And also people, they'll put them in their ponds, and it makes for like a fish habitat. How about that? So, Pinky, do you have a star on the top of your tree or, or an angel? We're going to put up a star. It shows the way. Nice. All right, let, let's have a couple of quotes. Yes, please. This first one. It's not what's under the tree that matters. It's who's gathered around it. Yeah, that's nice. And this one comes from Jane Lee Logan, Lessons from a Christmas Tree. Be a light in the darkness. We all fall over sometimes. You can never wear too much glitter. Bring joy to others. Sparkle and twinkle as much as possible. And it's okay to be a little tilted. Yeah, like the Charlie Brown tree. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I'm excited for the Christmas tree. Okay, Mildred, that was awesome. I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Okay, Pinky. I love you. I love you.